The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Svetlana Ramashina, I'm five-time Olympic champion. Svetlana Ramashina of Russia has dominated artistic swimming for over a decade. Ladies and gentlemen, the Olympic champion and As well as those five Olympic gold medals, she's won a mind-boggling 21 World Championship titles, all before she reached the age of 30. She won her first Olympic gold medal back in Beijing in 2008 and, after becoming a mother, is aiming for another win at Tokyo 2020. Katerina Kuznetsova gave her a call and they began talking about whether Svetlana has started to become bored with all that winning. Olympic Olympic Channel Channel Podcast. I think it's not boring to win. No, I like it. I love synchro. It's my life, it's my job. I think that I have a strong character and uh, I prefer to win, not to lose. And uh, I know that I will do anything to win. I understood that you must never give up. I think that you may use it in all your life, not just in sport, not just in synchro. Had two operations and after that, I recovered very fast. I understood that you can do anything. You just uh, need to think about it. You just need to have your goal to move. From the choreography, the artistry, that's so creative. Going back to, I don't know, Beijing and then uh, finishing with Rio, how do you think you changed through all this Olympics, through all these journeys? Before, I was very emotional. I was more emotional than now. I could argue with the coach, but I try not to do this now. Uh, I think it all depends on uh, giving birth a baby. I think so. It depends on my age and uh, it depends on my experience. Uh, in different kind of sports, when you are age sportsman, you are not very cool. But I think that in synchro, you became stronger because your head became stronger and uh, you can, uh, can uh, don't make such m- more mistakes as you do it when you were young. You begin to think faster and it helps so much. The Russian team have won gold in every Olympic game since 2000. And what would you say is the hardest thing about artistic swimming? Synchro includes another kinds of sports. It includes swimming, it includes diving, it includes acrobatics, uh, it includes ballet and many other kind of sports. And uh, I just want to, I, I just say them to try, to try synchro, to try to swim, 
not to go on the bottom, no. <laughs> and you uh, need to remember that you need always a uh, smile because uh, everything that it's very easy because we are always smiling. And uh, I can say that we work at the smiles for many, many years. We try to show uh, people that uh, it's easy, but it's not easy. You went through many Olympics with with your partner, Natalia Ishenko, who is now retired. How did it feel for you to change the partner? Now you're in a duet with Svetlana Kolesnichenko. How is it different and in what way? I think that uh, Natalia and Svetlana are a little bit similar in the character, uh, but of course they're different. Uh, it's a very big difference to work with them. Uh, of course, I miss Natalia. Uh, I miss her so much. I miss her uh, because sometimes I thought that she's my sister and she's in my soul. In my soul. And um, of course, we always call each other. We always text each other. And uh, sometimes we visit each other. But um, uh, when Natalia retired, I understood that she would never come back. Uh, maybe because of age, maybe because of uh, she was there retired. And uh, I understood that uh, I need to have my way, my own way. And uh, I already swam uh, with Svetlana and uh, I knew that it will not be very difficult for me because I know this person. She's a very good uh, in Synchro and she's also a very good person and um, now of course I'm very comfortable uh, but of course I miss Natalia as my friend as my partner also. I mean the connection between uh, Synchro swimmers is a very important thing there has to be some kind of chemistry it's like you look at this person under the water and you have to know what they think almost uh, do have you built that with with Svetlana and how do you build such a chemistry with another person because we train for many hours we train uh, our do it for four or five hours a day and uh, sometimes, of course, we live together when we live on a sport base. I think that uh, it helps us to be uh, more closer, to understand each other faster. And uh, I think that the most important thing uh, when you work uh, with a partner is to respect. When you respect your partner, when you respect your opponent, it's perfect. But don't forget about this. I can say that for me, it's not a problem to work uh, with a new one, girl, with a new person. But of course, I know that Svetlana is a great athlete. She's a very technical athlete and uh, I like to work with her. I declare the Games of the 31st Olympiad closed. So speaking about the retirement, uh, when Natalia Ishenka said, you know, she's retiring, she won't keep going anymore. Why did you decide to, to keep working? What was your main motivation behind that? Uh, I understood that Natalia will retire before Olympic Games in Rio. 
uh, I saw that uh, it was uh, a little bit difficult for her and she missed her baby, of course. She missed her son. And uh, now I understand her because I am on a sport base and I don't see my baby, I don't see my daughter. And uh, it's the most difficult th thing for me because uh, I am an athlete and I am a mother. And uh, if someone will tell me to choose, I think that I will choose to be a mother at first. But uh, when we were on closing ceremony in Rio, Uh, we saw that it, it was great. The, it was a great entertainment of Tokyo. And uh, I turned my head to Natalia and I told her, we need to go there. Maybe we will go like athletes, we will go like managers, but we need to go there. So that was actually my next question. Because of the current world situation, the games are being postponed for one more year. How did you feel when you heard this news? Did it matter for you or what were your feelings? Uh, you know, I can say that uh, I was unshocked. No, uh, I understood that uh, Olympic Games will postponed. But of course, uh, I wanted to go to Tokyo in 2020. I was very upset about this, but uh, we all understand that the most important thing in our life is our health. I just uh, needed time to think about my sport career. Uh, I didn't know what to do, to swim or to not to swim, or because uh, I had uh, another plans uh, after Olympic Games, and uh, I want to have one more baby, I want to work, and uh, but you know, uh, two months for me, it was enough time to think. And uh, now I am training, I'm practicing, and uh, I feel that I can do it. And of course, I, I hope that uh, go to Olympic Games. Of course, uh, it depends on uh, sports that will be in November. But uh, we cross our fingers and we hope that uh, we will have no problems. So maybe if the Tokyo experience goes really well, then you can have another child and then you can come back in Paris 2024. <laughs> Everyone uh, tells me that I can do this. I can give the birth and I can return again. <laughs> but of course, it's just a joke. And I understand that uh, it's not possible and uh, it will be very difficult. That's why I think that uh, I will retire after Olympic Games in Tokyo. But it's not, <laughs> but... Uh, you never know, it's, there is always yes. a possibility. <laughs> yes, I never, you, I never know what it will be <laughs> later. You leave the door opened for that. And uh, what about your daughter, Alexandra? You were recently sewing uh, a bathing suit for her, for the artistic swimming, because you told us that she asked for that. Uh, does she want to start artistic swimming? Is she interested? Can you see a career for her in this field? Or would you rather not? I think that it's the most difficult question for me. But I can say that Alexandra likes to swim. Of course, she likes water. Uh, she wanted to have such a beautiful swimsuit as her mother, and I made it for her. And uh, uh, but she also like hockey because our father like hockey. She also like football. 
we play football, hockey, and many in other games. And um, but uh, I see my daughter playing in tennis. Like if she will not go to sport, it will be her choice. She will study, and it's not a problem. Uh, I will help her in any way. I read some of your interviews and you said that uh, you would like artistic swimming to reach the same, the same kind of level that figure skating has currently achieved in Russia. Um, why do you think figure skating is so popular and artistic swimming is a little overlooked in that way? I know that uh, figure skating there are many shows, but in our sport we don't have the same one. We just have uh, many two shows in Russia, one sh two shows uh, in a year. Uh, maybe we need to try to do this to make our sports more popular. And uh, I know that uh, it is very popular in uh, Asia. And maybe we need to try to begin from these countries. Uh, I think that people will like it because it's not a dull. It's not dull sport. It's uh, very bright. It's music, and uh, of course, we can uh, make our routines with uh, some uh, popular people, some popular music, and uh, I think it could be very interesting. But of course, we need to time, and of course, we need uh, opportunities to do this. But maybe I will do it later. Maybe, maybe I will try it after my sport career. <laughs> But who is your favorite figure skater and why? Oh, it's a very also difficult question because I can uh, choose only one. I like Yudzuru Hanyu. I think he's great. Uh, like Medvedeva, I like uh, uh, Alina Zagitova, and uh, I think they are great athletes. I can't choose uh, just one. <laughs> It's okay, you can choose many. And how good are you in figure skating yourself? Did you ever try this sport or maybe, <laughs> maybe other sports? I don't know. Um, no, it's not a sport for me. <laughs> uh, I tried maybe uh, for five times and uh, I just can stand on the ice. Uh, I can move, but just a little, and uh, it's not figure skating, it's just like uh, standing on ice. Uh, but um, I don't do this uh, very often because uh, it's not very good for our legs, for our muscles, and uh, it's very uh, dangerous for us. That's why uh, yeah, I don't do it often. Maybe later, of course, I will try yeah, that makes sense. And you have met so many um, famous athletes probably when you went to different Olympics. Do you have one athlete in particular, maybe an Olympic athlete that inspires you or someone who is, you know, the source of inspiration for you? Uh, you know, I remember uh, Olympic Games in London when we met uh, Michael Phelps. And uh, of course, we asked him for photo. Me and Natalia have a, we have a photo with him, and uh, it was a very great moment because it was uh, before our competitions, and we decided that uh, uh, it's a very bright moment for us. And uh, 
I'm just a little bit upset that uh, I didn't have an opportunity to see Michael Jordan uh, because uh, Michael Jordan and Michael Schumacher are my uh, favorite athletes. Uh, of course, uh, maybe sometimes uh, I will have the opportunity to shake a hand. And, uh, and last week I saw the TV show, uh, The Last Dance, and I think that it's perfect. And uh, I think that we need to make more such TV shows about different, different uh, famous athletes. I think it's great. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Massive thanks to Svetlana and also to Katerina. You can follow Svetlana on her Instagram. It's just her name. Kat is I am copycat. I am at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E. We are Olympic Channel across all social platforms. A few weeks ago, we had the wonderful Cecile Landy on the podcast. She's a French Olympian and now is coach to four-time Olympic champion gymnast Simone Biles. Here's a clip from that episode. As a coach, uh, the 2019 Worlds, where I've never seen her feeling so confident and happy to compete. And that beam title, obviously, because I know how much she wanted it and I wanted it for her. So being able to compete, being routine that I had seen in practice for the first time in a long time under so much pressure was just a reward. And I, I mean, it was one of the best medals she's won at those worlds just because she felt, okay, I'm back. Like, I feel good again. Remember, you can find that episode and loads of others at olympicchannel.com forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go straight over to your podcast app right now. I'm waiting. And give us a five-star review. Write something friendly. Spread the positivity. Right, that's it for now. Stay safe and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian.